in the things that God has for us. I want to talk to you just a little bit today about the church and kind of touch up just a little on the vision. Um, I was thinking about the church of God that will remain. It will remain. It will remain. It'll always be here. When Jesus started the church, he intended for it to continue on until he comes back in the clouds of heaven. Amen. The clouds of glory. So I'm glad that we're part of that church today. You know, I thought about an old hymn, the battle hymn of the Republic. And there's a stanza that says, um, He has sounded forth the trumpet that shall never sound retreat. His sifting out the hearts of men before his judgment seat. Oh, be swift, my soul, to answer him. Be jubilant, jubilant, my feet. His truth is marching on. Amen. And the truth of God is continuing to march on as the word of God is being spread throughout the world, throughout the earth today. The word of God is going forth. <laughs> and I feel the spirit of the Lord is saying to us, come on, get a move on you. Onward, Christian soldiers, marching us to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so we need to hold on to that which God has given unto us and present it to a lost and dying world. I want to take our uh, verse from chap Matthew chapter 16, and we'll re read verse 17, 18, and 19. Matthew 16, 17, 18, and 19. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed it unto you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That is a word of the Lord. Over in Haggai, it says, Haggai chapter 2, uh, verse 6, it says, For thus saith the Lord of hosts, Yet once... It is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill the house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than of the former. And that's the one I want us to look at today. The glory of the latter house is greater than the former. Praise God. I want to look just a little bit at maybe over the past we think about, Lord, what have we accomplished? What have we, what have we seen you do in our country, in our community, in our state even? But you know what? It's been, a, it's been a while. We've been here 25 years, and since today is the beginning, the first Sunday in the year for us to worship here, I want to look back just a little bit. And we might ask ourselves, well, why is the church still here? Why are we still pressing on? Why are we still turning on the lights and preaching the same book that we preached out of 
25 years ago. Uh, why are we still preaching the message of truth? Uh, why are we still living and believing and holding on to the same truths that were preached 25 years ago? Could it be that we got a hold of a bigger than us? Could it be that there's an eternal purpose and an eternal plan for this church, for this body of Christ, this part of the body of Christ, for you out there? Is there a purpose? Do we really think about it? What is our purpose uh, to be in this world? Uh, I want you to know nothing happens by chance. Uh, nothing happens by mere coincidence. Uh, but we're all here for a greater purpose. Uh, if we'll look over in Daniel chapter 12, uh, verse 8 through 10, we'll read. And I heard, uh, he said, but I understood. Then said I, O oh my Lord, what shall be the end of these things? Uh, and he said, go your way, Daniel, uh, for the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end. Uh, many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Uh, notice Daniel said uh, that he was seeing, but he wasn't able, uh, amen, until the end to discern and to understand what was being said. Uh, the things that he saw uh, would be understood by the wise by the wise amen oh I'm glad today that we are of royalty we are of those that's been called out we are of those amen that has an ear to hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to the church today aren't you glad hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. Habakkuk 2.23, it says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Amen. And that's, that is Habakkuk 2 and 23, because God's word tells us uh, what the church will be like in the last days. Not until my vision uh, and your vision uh, becomes God's vision, uh, amen, uh, we will not see things happen uh, until my vision uh, and your vision uh, becomes his vision. Uh, will we ever be successful uh, in the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe that God intended for the church to be full of the power of God. And that's what's been missing. I don't believe he intended for the church to be the tail. How many believe that he said we would not be the tail, but we would be the head? I believe, uh, amen, uh, that he intends for us uh, to rise above uh, where the church is right now. Uh, I don't believe he intended for the church to be dead and dry. I don't believe he intended for us to come uh, and have just social gatherings uh, and go home dry uh, as we came. Amen. Uh, I believe for his church uh, not to be living in the past. Uh, I believe that he intends uh, for us to have vision. Uh, I believe he intends for his end time church uh, to be full of mercy uh, and grace and forgiveness. Uh, I don't believe he intended for his church uh, to act like the world, talk like the world, and be like the world. Amen. The Bible says, Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. 
Hallelujah. I believe that God intends for the end time church uh, to be full and operating, operating in the gifts of the spirit that he gave unto us. Amen. So why is it that today's church is satisfied to have church without the Holy Spirit? Amen. Without the power of God. Look, I, I was telling Sister uh, Gloria, you know, we've seen the power of God in manifestation to an extent, even in these prayer meetings that we've been having. I mean, the presence and power of God was so evident. I remember praying for Sister Judy and the power of God just went through her body and she could feel it. Hey, that's the God that we serve. He's a real God. Amen. Hallelujah. And he'll do what he said he would do. Praise the Lord. But I just want you to be encouraged today, knowing that God called, anointed, ordained the church. And I believe that as we near the end time, the church will pick up. The church will fly, climb to a new height in the Lord Jesus Christ. I just wanted you to be encouraged today. I believe that we are living in the end days, and I believe most of you believe it. I believe that we'll soon see the coming of the Lord. The Bible says he'd come back. He said he would come back. He said, you know, just as the angels said, just as you've seen him go away, then he's coming back again. So all these things that's going on in the world today are just signs of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's coming back after a church that's made herself ready. He's coming back after a people that's prepared. You might say, well, I don't know what I'm doing here. God is preparing you. He's preparing us. Amen. And what he wants is our hearts. We are in that church. Amen. I believe we can be mightier. We can be stronger. We can be more powerful, more efficient, more resourceful, better organized, better equipped, better prepared. Amen. Than what our forefathers were. That's what the word tells us. Praise the Lord. The Bible says no weapon that's formed against the church shall prosper. And that's us. That's you and I. Praise the Lord. You know, the book of Acts was a, a awesome example, but I believe that the church in the end time will be even greater than the book of Acts. You might say, well, you're saying a lot. You're saying a mouthful. I know the God that I serve, and I know that he's able. And, you know, we can look at past um, things that happened, things that God has done and ways that God has moved. And, you know, God can do it again, and God is doing it again. He's empowering his church. He's empowering the body of Christ. Praise God. But there's something, a few things I want to share with you. And um, let me see here. <laughs> Are you glad today that you're part of that church that is unstoppable? Amen. I believe that we're part of that unstoppable church. Amen. And, and as we look back and we can see as they sing the song, you know, God didn't say it would always be easy. It's not always easy, and we walk through trials and tribulations and persecutions, and we look back and we can see the disciples, how they gave their lives for the Lord, for the sake of the gospel. And uh, there were so many, so much that was going on. Uh, tradition tells us that Antipas was roasted in a brazen bowl during Domitian's reign. Herod tried to Quiet one of the sons of thunder by beheading James. Philip was, Philip was scourged, thrown in prison, and then he was crucified. Matthew was killed in a halberd, a pike with an axe head. James was less, James the less, was beaten and stoned. 
He then had his brains washed out with a club. Mathis was stoned and beheaded. These people gave their lives. Every one of them, Andrew was crucified. Mark was dragged until his body literally came apart. They gave it all for the gospel. Peter was crucified upside down. Paul was beheaded. Bartholomew was cruelly beaten. Thomas was skilled, killed with a spear. Luke was hung in. It's just, it went on and on. Nero burned the church at the stake until the smoke of that sacrifice choked the city. And yet, notwithstanding all these continual persecutions and horrible punishments, the church daily increased. The church will continue to increase. You can't stop the church. Amen. They tried lions and dogs, but they couldn't stop the church. The church is the most powerful force on earth. It's the most powerful force on earth. The church was made to walk on nails, stones, spikes, and thorns. The church was beaten until their flesh hung in tatters, veins, and muscle was, were exposed. Buried alive, tied to horses, and dragged through cities, encased in bags with scorpions and snakes, put on racks and stretched until dead, stoned, tortured with hooks, and burned with hot irons. But it didn't stop the church. The church will continue to be the greatest force on earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. And so many things Paul went through, and he describes it over in Second Corinthians. Um, but they try to trip us, but we're going to get back up. Hey, when we're filled with the spirit of the living God. Amen. They push us, but we're going to push back. They deceive us, but we'll proclaim the truth of God. They'll shut us up, but you know what? We'll shout all the louder. They try to cripple us, but we're going we're gonna to invent a new way of praise. They whip us, but we'll witness even more, saying that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. They whip us, we're going to witness to them. They burn us. We will be cool compared to the fire of the Holy Ghost. They bind us, but we have been set free. They tempt us, but we plead the blood of Jesus. They steal our victory, but we sing the song, victory is mine, victory is mine. They make us weak, but we say the joy of the Lord is our strength. Praise God. Today, I'm so glad that we know him. I'm so glad that we met him. He's our savior. He's our, he is the truth. He's our perfection. He's the power behind our faith. He's our example. He's our purity. He's our life. He's our pattern. He's our motivation. He's the foundation of our faith. And in Revelation, he is our coming king. Amen. I, I just love, to talk about Jesus and who he is. He's the first and the last. He's the beginning and the end. He's the keeper of creation and the creator of all. He's the antichrist, architect <laughs> against the antichrist. <laughs> Amen. He's the ar architect of the universe and manager of all times. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. He's unmoved, unchanged, undefeated and never undone he was bruised but he brought healing to a people he was pierced 
and it eased pain. He was persecuted, and he brought freedom. He was dead and brought life. He is risen and brings power. He reigns and brings peace. The world can't understand him. The Ormus cannot defeat him. The schools can't ex explain him, and the leaders cannot ignore him. Herod couldn't kill him. The Pharisees couldn't confuse him, and the people couldn't hold him. Nero couldn't crush him. Hitler couldn't silence him. The New Age can't replace him, and nobody can explain him away. His light, his love, his longevity, his Lord, his goodness, kindness, gentleness, and God. He's holy, righteous, mighty, powerful, and pure. His ways are right. His word is eternal. His will is unchanging, and his hand is on me. He's my redeemer. He's my savior. He's my God. He's my peace. He's my joy. He's my comfort. He's my Lord, and he rules my life. I serve him because his bond is love. I follow him because he's the wisdom of the wise, the power of the powerful, the ancient of days, the ruler of nations, the leader of leaders, the overseer of the overcomers, and the sovereign Lord of all that was and is and is to come. Amen. I'm so glad today that we serve a God that won't ever leave us. He said he will never leave us. He won't forsake us. He won't mislead us. He won't forget about us. Amen. He'll never overlook us, and he'll never cancel our appointment in his appointment book. And that's one, day, one thing that he'll never do. The Bible says every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. Amen. But I just want you, I want you to be encouraged to hold on to what God has given to you. The Bible says hold fast that which you've heard from the beginning. Let's at any time you let it slip away from you. And I realize that the age that we're living in, there's a deceiver out there. Amen. There are many voices out there, and the Bible says none without signification. Hold on. Amen. Listen to that voice uh, that you know is the right voice. Uh, and I pray today uh, that he that hath an ear to hear uh, will hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Uh, you know, God deals with every person. Uh, every person that's ever been born on the face of the earth uh, is given an opportunity to know him, uh, to become acquainted with him, uh, to ask him to come into their heart because God is a good God and God has good things for his people. Amen. You know, we we'll look at so many things that's going on, but I'm glad that he calls us kings and priests unto him. I'm glad that that blood was shed one day, that we might be born into the kingdom of God, that all the sins that was placed upon the human humankind, upon mankind. Amen. Jesus took it whenever he died on the cross of Calvary that day. Uh, oh, he was beaten. Uh, the stripes were given uh, for every disease that mankind could ever had, uh, have. Uh, the Bible says uh, he was wounded for our transgressions. Uh, he was bruised for our iniquities. Uh, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, uh, and by his stripes we are healed. Uh, that's what Jesus came for. Uh, he came because he loves us. Uh, it was love that helped him to the cross that day uh, for 
for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever, uh, whosoever, uh, whosoever uh, believes in him uh, should not perish uh, but have everlasting life. Uh, you know, we're all headed in a direction, uh, one direction or the other. Uh, amen. Uh, one day we will all face eternity. Uh, 100 years from now, uh, I don't think any one of us will be here. Uh, praise the Lord. Uh, unless it's some of the little ones that God uh, has promised 120 years to. Amen. Uh, but you know, one day uh, we'll all face the judgment but seed of God. Oh, one day we'll all stand before him. And you know, if you don't hear anything else that I have said to do to you today uh, just remember uh, we'll all stand before the judgment seat of Christ uh, to give account uh, for the deeds that's done in this life. Oh, but how he loves us today. And he wants good things for us. I know I got off my subject. Amen. Amen. But you know what? I pray that this would be one of the best years. And I pray that it, uh, Passageway Ministry and all the uh, affiliates will be more prosperous in every way than ever, ever before. That we'll see souls one into the kingdom of God. That's what it's all about. Jesus came to seek and to save those that were lost. That was his purpose. What is our purpose? Is to present Jesus to a lost and dying world out there. Amen. Remember, he came. He came that we might have life and that we might have life more abundantly. And I'm so glad for that today. I'm going to ask you if you'll come back to the music. I know it was kind of a short one. And um, I just I just want you to acknowledge him and acknowledge who he is. What all he's done for us. Why Jesus came. Why are we here? Amen. My pastor used to say that. This is only a dressing room. It's a place of preparation for eternity. So how are we preparing today? I just want to ask us, amen. Are we preparing? Should Jesus burst through the clouds? <laughs> amen. Tonight? Tomorrow? Are we ready? Amen. Praise the Lord.